You're listening to The Good Enough Human Show on Circulate Radio. And this particular um, episode of the show, you've got myself, Angela Ferguson, and Paul Crofts co-hosting. And we're going to be sharing some pointers and top tips on good stuff to do in and around Chester and into North East Wales over the coming weeks and months. Um, and also reflecting on a little bit about how things are opening up and um, we're all getting a bit busier and adjusting to the new normal. So, right. One thing that I noticed that has just taken place, Paul, which uh, regrettably I didn't get to go to, but I know that you did, was the yard sale with a difference from Tip Top Productions at the Forum Studio Theatre. Can you tell us a bit more about that, Paul, how it went? Certainly, yeah. It was it was absolutely um, incredible to see. I, I got there about uh, half past 11 on the day the doors opened, a little bit before that, around 11 o'clock, and uh, it was just great to see so many people had turned up. Um, social distancing in place, of course, so it meant that um, people were actually having to queue outside the building to get to be allowed in so many at a time, so as to keep it safe for, for, for everybody. Um, but yeah, the, the foyer area of, of the old the Gateway Theatre, the Forum Studio Theatre, um, full of um, some interesting furniture. So we had various chairs and tables and bits of other furniture, sideboards and various things that we've, anyone who's seen shows at, at the theatre will have seen on stage at various points and then in one of the the rehearsal room that's actually situated at the back in the box office uh we had the room was full of the contents of our prop store so everything from plastic pirate swords to crockery to fairy wings to you name it we were sort of we had it there and it was just again great to see so many people having a look and remembering shows they'd, they'd seen or been in that they'd used a particular prop in. You know, I found some crockery, for example, that we used in Faulty Towers. Oh. So I now have that here as a little as a little souvenir of, of that show. You know, so it was nice. And posters from shows as well that were sort of being, you know, um, people could buy, not buy, but have a, as a souvenir for a small donation. So, yeah, it's just such a shame that Tip Top are, are leaving the, the From Studio Theatre after... 13 very very happy years out there so end of an era but you know all, all good things must come to an end and and um tip top aren't going anywhere they, they have a show planned in the summer which we'll talk about later but it was just great to see um so many people turn out and support tip top uh on uh, yesterday on what was a rather wet afternoon so yeah no it was really good Oh, excellent, because I, I saw the photos that you shared on social media, Paul, and it did look very impressive. People socially distanced, queuing up to go in, ready to get their goodies from the treasure trove, which is, you know, it's not often you get to go to a quirky sale like this, is it? So and it's very poignant, too. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we, we the, the other thing that struck me was to see um, we were obviously offering costumes for sale as well, for, for donations rather, as well yesterday, and to see people sort of queuing for uh, to go and have a rummage in the wardrobe at Tip Top <gasps> to see uh, if they could find any sort of costumes that they might want for, possibly again at other theatre groups or just for the dressing up box. You, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of children quite excited because they were coming out with plastic swords and and <laughs> princess wands and all these sort of fairy um, wands and all this sort of stuff. So yeah, it was just great, nice atmosphere despite the sadness of 
of what you know why we're having to to do what we were doing yesterday so yeah it was great fun yeah, I, I kind of like to think of it as the end of Act 1 and then we're going into Act 2 to see what the future holds for Tip Top. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, Tip Top aren't going anywhere. It just means that we won't have a, a permanent home uh, for a while. But we are, you know, we're not going anywhere. We're still going to be doing some fantastic shows during the course of certainly, you know, this year and, and into next year and, and beyond. So yeah, the start of a, a new chapter and say act two is just around the corner. Yeah. As you, as you say, that's a brilliant way of putting it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Exciting times. Right. Um, summer is as much as it might be hard to believe at this point in time, summer is nearly upon us. <laughs> you would not think that from the weather, perhaps, that some people have likened to October and November, but summer is coming in Chester and beyond. Um, one of the things that we look forward to every year is the chance to enjoy some open-air theatre, some open-air cinema, lots of great stuff coming up, both at Story House here in Chester and Theatre Cluid, the lovely theatre on the hill in Flintshire, Mould, North Wales. Um, turning our attention to the open air theatre, Grosvenor Park Open Air Theatre, we've got um, three um, productions this year. We've got The Jungle Book for Families, which starts on the 29th of May, very soon. We've got um, The Merry Wives of Windsor, Shakespeare um, comedy, starting the 4th of June. And we've got the uh, classic kind of rom-com Pride and Prejudice coming to the park from the 9th of July, which has been adapted by um, playwright Deborah McAndrew, who also was involved in the last cycle of Chester Mystery Plays in 2018. So it'd be nice to welcome her back to the park. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that. And it's been interesting to see again more pictures on social media this week of a group of volunteers, by the looks of it, putting actual plants and foliage into the open air theatre, ready for the production. So a um, bit of a different, almost like an extra eco feel this year to the open air theatre. So it'd be good to see how that um, transpires. And let's hope the rain stays away for the actors, especially when they go into tech rehearsals um, very soon, getting ready. Okay, um, and one of the things that I'm looking forward to this summer is to go and watch a movie on uh, Dean's Field, um, just behind the cathedral, Chester Cathedral, for this year's Moonlight Flicks here in Chester. And we've got a great array of classic feel-good movies like Mamma Mia, Dirty Dancing, um, The Lion King, Jurassic Park. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to be looking into that and booking into one of those um, screenings. So, yeah, that should be good. OK, more news that's come out this week. Big Heritage, the um, heritage organisation that have a number of um, attractions across the northwest, have announced that they bought Diva Roman Experience which was established in the 1990s in Chester. And if you've been around the streets and witnessed a Roman soldier leading a group of happy school children, you'll be familiar with the sort of things that Diva Roman Experience do. Anyway, Big Heritage, led by the founder and director Dean Payton, will be no doubt making it their own. And they have the ambitious aim to make it the Chester equivalent to York's Jorvik Centre. 
So if they can achieve that, that is fantastic and such an extra draw for Chester for tourists. It also complements their sick to death attraction, which um, looks at some of the more gruesome aspects of our social history in this country. So yeah, plenty to get excited about there. And we hope to bring Dean Payton onto the podcast and the show in the coming weeks to tell us more about that. Okay, so it's good as lockdown eases further to see businesses in Chester opening their doors again. We're able to sit inside, which is such a luxury after shivering on occasion in the cold to have our coffees and such like. Um, I've got to mention, um, it's great to see these businesses reopening and new businesses looking at opening up. And, you know, I went, for example, to Meltdown in Hambridge um, the other day for a delicious toasty. They have an immense array of toasties there, which are absolutely divine. I think I had the leek potato and spring onion toasty and um, would heartily recommend that. And it's good to see that Laura, who runs Meltdown, is going into business with um, Chef's Table to open a new outlet in the centre of Chester in Music Hall Passage called Melt Town. Very cleverly named. So, yeah, thought I'd uh, mention that, that I'm looking forward to going there when that opens as well. Uh, any That's, particular places that you're looking forward to going to, Paul? That sounds really nice, Angela. It's, it's really good that she's bringing uh, melt, Meltdown and Meltdown to the city centre. I think that'll be a real, a real uh, bonus to um, the uh, eateries in in the city. One of the places I'm looking forward to going to when it opens is um, Carbonara at Forty Nine, which is in in uh, Bridge Street Row. It was the uh, premises formerly occupied by Mad Hatter's Tea Rooms. And, um, and Sam and his business partner, Flavia, look to be doing a fantastic job with that building. It's a beautiful building inside and they're really being very careful about how they sort of treat it and being very sympathetic in restoring some of the original features in that building. So, yeah, the food, I understand, is going to be Roman uh, Roman sort of um, cuisines because they're, they're <laughs> Sam and Flavio are both from Rome, so they're bringing a taste of their home city to Chester. So it'll wow. be slightly different than your normal um, sort of normal Italian. So that's something to look forward to. And I think they're opening um, sometime in June, so that's one to watch out for. Uh, really looking forward to uh, going to see them and, and trying their wonderful food. Lovely, lovely. Yeah, I've been following um, their progress on um getting ready for opening with interest and it does look looks like hard work it looks like it's all coming together beautifully it so. does doesn't it absolutely yeah yeah and I, can i just mention as well another little place i'm look forward looking forward to seeing open it's um a new um like an artisan deli slash wine bar that's opening rather near to me in the westminster park area of chester it's called the emporium so that's one to watch i think on a friday and saturday night they're going to be doing wine and it looks like nibbles and as well as artisan bread and things so lots of new businesses opening it's really good to see isn't it in these sort of it's, challenging times as well yeah it, it's tremendous i actually read somewhere the other day that there's actually more new businesses opening in chester than actually have closed in the last year so that's really positive for for, for the city you know and as we start to get hopefully get visitors back um more on offer which is fantastic wonderful to see it is it is indeed you're listening to the good enough human show on circulate radio 
So one of our recent guests on our show was Warren Allmark from Chester Pride, who came in and told us all about what they've got planned for this year. And I note with interest that their fundraising event called Reflect and Connect is going to be taking place in the lower car park on Castle Square in the city on a Saturday, the 18th of September. So that's one to look forward to with apparently live entertainment, food and drink, market stalls um, and a chance to sort of catch up and something that we haven't really had that much chance to do face to face, have we, through the pandemic. So that's really good to see. And I think that's going to be a ticketed event just to be careful and to restrict numbers for social distancing reasons so that's something to look forward to in September on that day which I believe is a special day for you as well Paul. It might be just uh, yeah possibly <laughs> I mean it, it's great that uh, Chester Pride are bringing back a, a, a live event albeit in a small sort of pared down way and I think you know I agree they're being very sensible in in the way they're putting that together all, all credit to them you know they're making sure that people feel safe uh, which is the important thing at the moment to make sure you know there's not too many people um, in that space and make sure people have feels you know have the space to move around and don't feel sort of uncomfortable by by being there. And how nice of them to have hold the event on my birthday! Fabulous, you know. I know what could be what could be better, you know. That's a, <laughs> that that that's my part. That's my party sauce. Did I tell you that now? <laughs> <laughs> what a party! <laughs> wow, absolutely great. Yeah. Excellent. And um, yeah, we do, we must say as well, we had a chat with Warren from Chester Pride about their hopes to um, establish a cafe and community safe space in the city. And I know that they're still working hard on trying to find a venue. So we wish them every success with that. And they've also had a vote to try and um, decide on a name for the new cafe and safe space, which will open later this year. So let's hope that that all comes to fruition soon. Well done. Good on um, the good folk at Chester Pride. Now, we've got to mention some big cultural news that's come out of Chester this week with the announcement that Storyhouse's founding artistic director, Alex Clifton, is leaving for Pastors New. Really, really sad to hear that, but happy for him. He's done so much to um, support the community in terms of community engagement and outreach and putting on so much amazing stuff over the years since it opened in Chester. Um, he is leaving to go to Disneyland in Hong Kong. So that's his next adventure. And we would like to publicly thank him here for all that he has done and wish him all the very best in his future adventures. And we look forward to finding out um, who will fill those big shoes. They're certainly huge shoes to fill. Um, Storyhouse will be on the hunt for a new artistic director. So watch this space. We will try to get an interview with whoever takes up that role in the near future. You're listening to The Good Enough Human Show on Circulate Radio. Okay, um, another place that we are very much looking forward to returning to this summer is one of our favourite um, places, Theatre Cluid in Mould, Flincher, North Wales, which is just a short drive or bus ride away from Chester area. And um, 
I feel quite nostalgic when it comes to Theatre Cluid because Antonia and I have spoken about this before. We went on school trips there. Um, it opened in, I can't b- quite believe this, it opened in 1976 and it's been going 45 years and I do remember fondly going on a bus from my primary school in the village of Penafarth in Flintshire to watch Pippi Longstocking. So I've, it holds a special place in my heart, Theatre Cluid. So um, looking forward to going back there. They've got a range of great stuff happening. They've got comedy, music, drama and dance. Uh, Something that struck me as rather quirky is a musical based on the life of the fifth Marquis of Anglesey which is, yeah, super quirky to my mind. I'm intrigued about that one. And that's been brought by um, writer and performer Serial Davis from Anglesey. And we've got... um We've got a play called John Peel's Shed coming on the 20th of August, where apparently it's about love, music and a box of records from John Peel's Radio 1 show. And we've also got indie pop trio P-Ness from Chester performing there on the 27th of August. And there's a family arts festival returning from the 23rd to the 25th of July along with the Horrible Histories Gorgeous Georgians and Vile Victorians play on the 5th of September and Sarah and Duck's Big Top Birthday, which sounds like a bumper bonanza for families and children, on the 30th of May. And we've also got a nice little uh, Chester link again there, haven't we? Coming up to uh, Tip Top on the 15th of August. Yeah, absolutely tip top are back um, at the Theatre on the Hill once again. So they're, they're taking part in Theatre Clued's outdoor season, which was a huge success last year. Last year was part of the test events for um, the Welsh Government to see how events like this could come back in the wake of, of, of the pandemic. So really pleased that they're doing it again this year and, and great that they've invited tip top back. Um, two shows this time, a matinee and an evening performance. Um, it's a case of t- taking a, a chair or you know a, something comfortable, a rug or a, a, a sort of camping chair to sit in, um, order your drinks online. It's just a great experience. And if the weather's nice, the weather's kind, it'll be a, a wonderful sort of um, bit of live entertainment with some tip-top bringing the best of the musicals back to uh, North Wales again. So, yeah, really something to look forward to for the summer. Oh, that's sure to be an evening to remember courtesy of Tip Top. Excellent. And I should say before we move on from Theatre Cluid as well that um, they were named, I think it was Regional Theatre of the Year 2020 by The Stage website and magazine. So, you know, what what they've been doing is phenomenal in terms of community work. They've run things like digital dance workshops for people living with Parkinson's. They've hosted blood donation sessions. They've done um, kind of a project um, helping people with memory loss um they really are just phenomenal so um well done theatre cluid for doing all that important work in the being an integral part of the community because you know when it comes to the crunch it's it's a controversial topic it's sometimes talked about but the arts culture and theatre 
to my mind, um, it's crucial. It's such an important part of our lives to give us that uh, means to express ourselves, a sense of community. I mean, I know that Peter Leslie Wilde, who was the artistic director for the last cycle of the Chester Mystery Plays, said recently to me that he thought that community theatre is going to be needed even more than ever after all the, the tough times that we've been through with the pandemic, sort of pulling people together. And things like choirs coming together, let's hope. I'm going on my... Uh, I'm, I'm... <laughs> Sorry, You're on your soapbox. You're off. I'm on my soapbox. <laughs> but there we go. Brilliant. Yeah, let's hope that choirs can um, get back together as well in bigger numbers because I know they're, they're itching to do that. And, yeah, let's hope that happens soon. So, right, that's me off my soapbox. <laughs> what do you think, Paul? <laughs> oh, I, I am absolutely, absolutely 100% agree, Angela. I mean, there's, there's nothing better than, you know, the sense of community that, that live theatre brings. And um, I, you know, I, I've missed being in a rehearsal room with, with, with my friends and colleagues from Against the Grain and Tip Top. And it's just, yeah, we, you just can't wait to get back to actually doing it. And you just mentioned choirs there briefly. And I know that um, Chester Mo Voice Choir, my, my good friends from, from Chester Mo Voice Choir, have been itching to get back to rehearsals and they actually held their first face-to-face -face rehearsal on Saturday. Wow. Uh, at, Chester, at Chester Rugby Club outside, I think the rain just about held off for them and they had their first rehearsal in, their first proper, because they've been rehearsing over Zoom, which is not the same, mm. but they had their first face-to-face -face rehearsal in over, what, in over a year on Saturday. And yeah, they're just wonderful to, that they are back and I know they've, they're planning, uh, they've got their 80th anniversary this year and they've got some events planned around that. So, yeah, just brilliant that they're back. Oh, Tremendous. I think I think we both, it's fair to say we've both got big smiles on our faces now just talking about this and, yeah, <laughs> it's really, really good, really good. Right, as we come to the end of our show, um, we thought it worth flagging up a few other little things either um, happening very soon or on the horizon. Um, Chester Zoo is always a popular place to go and it's great to see that opening up again. Um, they have just been awarded investors in volunteer status because um, of their work with so many volunteers. Apparently, more than 250 people per year volunteer on average at the zoo and are a crucial part of how it's run. And they have been given um, an award. So well done to Chester Zoo and we hope to return there before long. And moving on. Um, can we also just mention that Action Transport Theatre in Ellesmere Port have a bumper summer of outdoor activities coming up, which is great to see. They are based in, um, normally based in Whitby Hall and historic um, building in Whitby Park, but they're out of there at the moment. They're in different accommodation because it's being refurbished, but that doesn't stop them doing great arts stuff, including a theatre summer school, a new arts trail, programme of live amphitheatre performances, which I'm intrigued by. So I'm looking forward to that. And apparently they're going to rename themselves and rebrand themselves as well. So exciting stuff with a view to moving back into Whitby Hall next year. So that's good to see. And last but definitely not least, coming up on the horizon, a bit longer term, but worth worth keeping an eye on, Chester Mystery Plays. Um, last held in the city in the cathedral 
in 2018, the summer of 2018. I was involved in that as well, a little bit of acting and singing. Absolutely loved it. Can't recommend it enough to either get involved as a volunteer on the stage, behind the scenes, or just to go along and watch it if you can. It's coming back in July 2023. So that's just over two years time. And auditions, I think, uh, from my recollection, are likely to take place next year. So if you are at all theatrically inclined and fancy having a go you don't need any experience you can find out about that and there's more info on the website chestermysteryplays.com and you can also become a friend of chester mystery plays and it, we're quite quirky here in Chester because we're one of only a number, small number of cities who have our own cycle of mystery plays, which apparently were first performed in the 13th century and celebrating stories of Old and New Testament in the Bible. They were often written by medieval monks, as was the Chester cycle, and they were also performed in the streets at some point in time. So, yeah, that's one to watch. It's a very quirky one and we're very proud of that in Chester. You're listening to the Good Enough Humans show on Circulate Radio. So we've come to the end of another episode of the Good Enough Human show and podcast. And we've covered a fair bit there. I think it's fair to say, isn't it, Paul? Absolutely. It's, it's great, isn't it, now to see things starting to come uh, alive again and things starting to open up and, you know, new ventures happening and just a little, just a little bit of normality again. You know, it's, 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 I know we're not out of the woods by any means, but, you know, yeah, it, it's good to see a little bit of positivity and a bit of normality coming back to Chester and the area, isn't it? It really is. It really is. So, yeah, we'll leave it there and we'll be back in two weeks' time. And we will have um, another guest on the podcast. We like to shake things, switch things up a bit with guests some, on some episodes and a What's On Roundup or different topics that we discuss um, at other episodes. So please do get in touch if you've got anything that you'd like to see us covering in future or anyone you'd like us to interview. So there we have it. We will see you in two weeks' time. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about the sort of stuff that we cover and our different guests that we've spoken to in the past, then please do go to the We Are Chester website or The Good Enough Human is available on the likes of Spotify, iTunes and Podbean. Please do get in touch if you've got any thoughts on what you'd like to see us cover in the future. So on behalf of myself, Angela Ferguson, and my co-host, Paul Crofts, I say thank you, take care, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.